We got a doctor in the building. Uh-uh. <laughs> Woo! Nurse Cindy has graduated to Dr. Cindy Fadden. Congratulations. Thank you. I forgot my name for a minute. I know I did it. For, I didn't know if you wanted me to say it. Like um, I was like, now they're going to track you down. Like, I feel like they already she? know who I am. And just in time, I might add. I know. Just in yeah. time, we got a doctor have, <laughs> in the studio we, for our yes, podcast and she's about not the leaving. coronavirus. We're yeah. quarantining, quarantining her here for yeah. our own use. <laughs> So I wanted to get us all together. This is probably against all regulations here um, to talk about not only the coronavirus. And I know everyone can like look up online what the symptoms are and all that stuff. But to talk about how it's affecting all of us, especially here in Seattle. I had some of my friends from the East Coast kind of check in and like, hey, is everything okay? No. Um, Right. And it's like, you know what my answer has has been? um, I've, I've basically said, like, I'm not afraid of the coronavirus. I said, what's really sad is, is the effects of it, right? So, like, all the jobs that are being lost, right? Um, all the panic, that, all that is what's scary, right? So, mm-hmm. I know, Jeff, you're a musician. You have your story to tell about that. Sure. Uh, Tech Tom works in retail. So, I want, want to hear about your side. Yep. You just graduated, Cindy. So, yeah. it's like, I've, I've always said, she didn't get to not do the really, par- right? no parties. Yeah, but I wanted to talk no about ceremonies. that and how that kind of interrupted your celebration and, you know, this, this huge moment in your life. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, Wah, wah. And my end, I just kind of want to talk about the job search and how it's been like, you know, I, I currently, you know, do have a job, but I've been looking for other jobs and how that's going. Cause it's like, is anybody hiring? You know, so, um, we can talk. We have our doctor here on the panel. We can talk a little bit about the coronavirus. <laughs> Did you study up on this, Dr. Cindy? No, no, not at all. <laughs> I mean, I know, you know, I, I know some stuff. Right. Well, basically what everyone else knows, yeah. right? Um, that we're supposed to stay away from each other and like if you have a fever. We're and actually all, stuff, all in four different rooms right now. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're using technology to record this. Um, however, I did have a friend of mine um, where her boyfriend woke up and had, had a fever and had trouble breathing and he's 40 and they were having the hardest time to go and like where should he go? And I think that that's a huge question right now that if you're, you think you may be infected with the coronavirus, where do you go and where do you get tested? And nobody he, knows what to do. No, and he could CDC not, they line. would not give him a test because he was not 65 or older. Yeah. They don't have Isn't enough that tests. Isn't that crazy? It, I, mean, I it, just, I think it's insane. It's crazy that we didn't procure enough tests in time, but right. now that we have this shortage, that's the only thing they can do is they have to prioritize the older higher risk people right so it was like um and then i was seeing something today on the news about um it was like a drive up test right mm-hmm. and um you can set an appointment but they only had 50 tests I'm like 50 tests that's F- it 50 tests a day right yeah 50 tests a day and i was like what the world health organization offered tests to donald trump a while ago, mm-hmm. and he turned them down right. because he didn't want to test people because he didn't want to know how bad it was because he didn't want it he to didn't look, want to deal with. He didn't it. want the country to look yeah. bad. He, he was want to he was happy it. to not know, right? So he could say we don't have that many cases when, in reality, we have far more than we even know. Well, there is a, um, and I've been following this. I have the link on my phone. It's by the Washington Post, and so they update the numbers on a daily basis, if not hourly basis. So as of today, there are six thousand four hundred and twenty-three confirmed cases in the U.S. with ninety-eight deaths. 
Okay. Um, New York has uh, about 1,700 cases with 12 deaths, and Washington's in second with 1,076 with 49 confirmed deaths. So those are like the higher, you know. And then from Washington, California has 698 cases with 11 deaths. So and we could easily have three times that many cases. Yeah, that we, if everyone was getting tested, yeah, right? Yeah, we, we have no idea. Yeah, because, I mean, I could, I could be a carrier for it, mm-hmm. right? And no one knows, and then I come in contact with someone who's you know, an elderly person and yeah. they can get it. And some people, some people can get it really mild. Right. And, and then now they're thinking like, actually a friend of mine, her whole family got super sick mm-hmm. in like January and they live in uh, Everett. Mm-hmm. And now doctors are calling them because they're looking at their labs, their lab results. And they think that they had it back then. Really? And so they're trying, they think like they might've been some of the first people in the state of Washington to have it. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. They're going to ask for a plasma sample from, her husband but would it still be in his system uh i don't know they could if yeah. he has antibodies to it then i guess they could i don't know how they would check but they yeah. could they could figure out i don't know apparently they can figure out something from that yeah um i also saw and i saw this post on instagram and i believe it was um in washington they're already testing um a vaccine so there was like maybe 20 people that they've given yeah. this vaccine to, to see if it's in like Washington? in Washington, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Um, Washington's like one of the first States. Um, and these are very healthy individuals that then they, you know, they're like testing it. So we'll see, we'll see what happens, but it's scary. It is scary times. Cause it's, I think everyone is operating in a panic mode. Mm-hmm. Correct. Do you feel that? Well, yeah, it was like, Oh, there's no big deal. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. Yeah. Um, people would ask, what do you know about the, um, coronavirus like should i be scared and and we would be like well have you been traveling to china have you been Mm -hmm. with people who've been traveling from china no then no you shouldn't be scared and then like within a week it was like yep you should be scared we should all be scared it's just like yeah it things drastically changed and they are continuing to change like on a daily basis yeah Um, i think what people don't understand is like like I still, I, I just, as of yesterday, I finally know, personally know someone who has gotten it. Oh, you but do? I think most people have, don't, they don't know anybody who's gotten mm-hmm, it. They mm-hmm. look at these numbers and they think that sucks, but that's not that many people they think. But what they don't understand is the thing we all have to be afraid of is the bottleneck in the hospitals. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. even if, even if a, fra- a t- small percentage of us are sick, if the hospitals are overwhelmed, which they already are, right. now suddenly cancer patients aren't getting treated. If you have a heart attack, what if they can't take you in? Right. Mm-hmm. Like you're a trauma patient, you get in a car accident, they have to turn you away. Yeah. This is all what's happening in Italy and it's going to mm-hmm. be happening here soon and that's why we have to panic to keep that from happening. Well, yeah, I mean it shouldn't uh, there shouldn't have been a panic. Uh, but there should have well, been Well, by panic, there, I mean we have to do the precautions that we're taking now. Right, right. People think that this is overkill, but it is not. Right. And it seemed like maybe it was because we weren't getting good information from anyone. POTUS. Yeah. Um, or anyone, but it was like. We're fucked. Um, it would have <laughs> been regard. like, it would have been better if it, they explained it better. And it's like, really, this social distancing, uh, I'm happy to do it now that I understand mm-hmm. why. Yeah. You know, and it's, it just takes, it makes it like, if we're all out and about every day, we're just spreading it like wildfire. If you've got like one fourth of the population not really moving while the rest are like have to go to their jobs or whatever. Right then it's like a much slower transmission of the disease over time. And then it like allows for these hospitals to not get overfilled. The healthcare workers of the hospitals, like 
are mm-hmm. getting sick too, right? Like they're dealing with these patients. So like they're sick, they can't go in and they're short staffed yeah. mm-hmm. and it just turns into a nightmare. In, in Italy, all of the healthcare workers are sick and they still have to work because they're, it doesn't matter well, anymore because everyone's sick. So they're just right. sick people treating sick people. And then there's just tiny parts of the, of the hospital that are quarantined where they have a couple doctors who aren't sick yet who can treat people who don't have COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a disaster. Yeah. It's scary. I mean, we're at the point right now in Seattle. I'm, I'm waiting for them to be like, you guys can't leave. You, we're going to be in lockdown. It's going to happen. Yeah. I feel uh, like, like it is today, tomorrow, when, in, when in the, the next, next couple, couple of days. days. I know I watched, um, curfew governor Inslee speak and he was like, we're not at that point right now. I'm not saying we're not going to do that in the future, but, uh, as of today, no, that's not the issue. I did see that, um, Bellevue, uh, square and the surrounding stores are closing. Um, so they're going to be closing for the next two weeks so that, you know, it doesn't, you don't have that temptation to go shopping or walking around in the mall or or whatever, any of that stuff. So, um, and b- businesses, I mean, who's, who's buying anything? No one's really buying anything, you know? Well, online orders are booming. Yes. Grocery yeah. stores are booming. Grocery orders and deliveries are booming. Yeah. Food orders and deliveries yeah. are booming. So but wait, everything let's talk, else, I don't know. Let's talk about you, Jeffster. Jeffster, as you, I've mentioned many times on the uh, podcast, is a, <laughs> a drum player, a drummer. <laughs> yep. Uh, I like saying a drum player, but a drummer. Play the drum. And once this started, um, pretty much, I think, spiraling was last Friday, right? I would say last Thursday, Friday. Yeah, I don't um, know. Like Basically, I saw the writing on the wall for my career mm-hmm. just basically vanished about two weeks ago. Yeah. Like, and you the beginning have- of March, I was like, Oh shit. So Jeff plays a bunch of gigs around Seattle and the surrounding areas. And because of, um, obviously like we can't get together and have these parties or l- large gatherings. It started off first as right. like less than 250, then a hundred. And now we're down to what? 10 people. We're not supposed to get yeah, no, yeah, supposedly no public people. gatherings greater than 10 people. Right. Right. So yeah. once that started happening, then all your, your gigs got canceled. Yeah. So I rely my, for a living, I play, I perform for people in public mm-hmm. places for large groups of people. That's my job. And so that's not going to happen for a long time. I yeah. can see. And then even after we're allowed to gather and people aren't afraid to gather in public places and go to shows, even then, the economy could be in a shambles, which means people aren't going to be spending money on mm-hmm. things like expensive wedding bands, uh, corporate parties and events, and that's all my bread and butter. So I'm prepared for no work. I've I've just mentally prepared for not playing hardly any music for the rest of 2020. Really? For the whole rest of the year? Yeah, that's why I've spent the last four days scrambling to find a job. other forms of income. Okay. And I think uh, my other musician friends, I know that they are panicking, but I don't think that they're maybe panicking enough in that regard because I I could see our jobs being gone for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, So I know that once I got, you know, I got to your place and you were like, oh, yeah, I just finished my food delivery. So what exactly have you have you come up with? So long story short, uh, I determined I determined a few days ago that, well, what's going to be left grocery stores and Mm -hmm. delivery. So I. uh, I would love to work at Trader Joe's, but I don't think there's any openings. Um, so, and then as soon as I started thinking, okay, it's going to be grocery stores. That's going to be the only thing. Then like two hours later, this news article came out and said, QFC is having like an emergency job fair on Monday at their head- corporate headquarters. So I went, I went to this thing. There was like a couple hundred people there, uh, waited for three hours. And then I got like this super quick interview, which is basically like, are you a sociopath? Yes or no? Uh, and, uh, and and you answered yes. I was like, not usually. Uh, <laughs> Just don't piss me and off. And so it looks like they're going to hire me um, to uh, to 
work in the the U Village QFC, oh. and um, I will people people order online, right? And then I will pick their orders. I'll go find their collect their food from the shelves, mm-hmm. get it ready for store pickup, and then they'll come and pick it up. And then come pick it up. Okay. So yeah, they call it an e-commerce clerk, and they're gonna all every grocery store is gonna need lots of them. Yeah, that and sounds like they're thinking ahead. They are thinking ahead. Yeah, they're all yeah. Um, I could even foresee a time when we aren't allowed to go get our own groceries off the, off the shelves ourselves. And it's only like online order and then pick it up. So there's minimal contact with Mm -hmm. other humans that could happen. So I did that. Hopefully that pans out. Uh, while I was waiting three hours for that interview, um, I got on, uh, I got on board with Amazon flex, which is their independent contractor, um, app based delivery service where I'll deliver Amazon packages in my personal vehicle. Uh, so hopefully that's going to work out. And then um, I've already started delivering for Postmates and Caviar delivering food. I'm still figuring out if that's going to be profitable or not. Mm-hmm. But uh, so yeah, I guess I guess I have four new hustles all of a sudden. Okay. And hopefully some combination of them will be sustainable for the next months, year. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, um, I'm hoping that like everything will be okay in at least a month. Right. Well, it depends on what your definition of okay. Like maybe we'll maybe we'll have the curve will, will be on the downslope of the right. cr- infection curve. Right, right. But in terms of the economic impact, and yeah. uh, you know, it's not like all the restaurants are just going to reopen and rehire everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like uh, you know the people laid off from Tom's store are just going to instantly come back. I don't know. The store might not even be there. Right, right. Um, and certainly, people aren't going to be throwing lavish weddings and hiring me. Well, right. yeah. I'm yeah. afraid. I mean, it's. The economy is a bitch. Right, right. No, that's what's, and that's what I'm saying. That's what the scary part is. Yeah. Right? Because we don't know what's going to happen with that. Right. As far as the economy. Scary part is our world being turned upside down. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not afraid of getting sick. I'm trying not to. I'm not right. saying I'm like, I think I'm invincible. immune to it. Right. I'm not I'm, saying I'm immune to it either. I'm trying not to. I'm also trying to like keep, you know, my per- own personal economy as well as our whole economy going a little bit. I feel like maybe I'm providing public service by doing this delivery stuff, allowing people to stay home. And then, I mean, I'm out there getting exposed, but like, mm-hmm. we're not all out there. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's less people out there while you're out there. Yeah. What, yeah. yeah but yeah, what, what I'm, I'm not really afraid. I'm just like uncertain about like when life will ever look like it used to look. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Tech Tom. So we know you work at American Music, which yep. is a, a music store. Yep, music store. Um, and so, how has it affected you? Yep. So uh, today they had told me they they laid off seven uh, employees. Um, just laid them off so they can collect their unemployment because as things turn down and we're not getting as many people through the door, mm-hmm. it's become an issue of just like can keep everybody paid basically. So right, like right. the best thing for them to do is collect unemployment on what they were getting paid with in the last couple months. Before things go crazy, um, I believe that's the plan. Um, so that leaves six employees. So we laid off seven, and we have six left. So it's more than half of my 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 store got laid off today, and um, well, we got we're reduced hours tomorrow. So we're gonna close one day of the week, which we never have done. We're gonna be open at one instead of ten, and then just go the regular shift through the end of the day. So. Uh, it's uh, just batting down the hatches. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because we're doing all this, but we, in fact, are actually doing really well business-wise because I think everybody is 
uh, hanging out in their house. They want to pick up a new instrument. They want to record their music. They want to be artistic in some way, and we have all that gear available. So yeah. they're doing it. Although I've told everybody that uh, uh, Jeff, uh, he's part of the gigging musicians, and none of those people are coming in because they don't have work right now, and they don't have a reason to buy anything. It's we we don't have that disposable income. Yeah, right, right. so it's a disposable income people that are coming in that are just bored out of their mind. They're like, oh, actually, this is a great time for me to do this, and, and more more power to them. I'm, I'm always excited to see somebody learn a new instrument, pick up something interesting, do something cool, so mm-hmm. we'll help them out. Um, but we are trying to um, control the way people shop because retail is very interesting. Normally, you just doors open, everybody comes in, hangs out, buys what they want to do. Touches everything. Exactly, yeah. Especially in a, a music instrument. We, <laughs> we have encouraged everybody to play instruments for so long in our store. So right. now we're actually like thinking about it again. And you know, um, Oh, so they, they come in and like test out the, the guitar yeah, or whatever it is. Play the keyboard, play the drum oh, kit. Okay, they can okay. touch everything in our store. Yeah, so – now we're kind of looking at that really hard, and then when people come in, like we're going to limit the amount of people that can come into the store. If it's mm-hmm. there's already people in there, maybe some people sit outside, and we just like, hey, we'll come get you when one in one out kind of thing. And, right, right. You know, encouraging people not to show up with like families or groups of like more than two or right. or whatever, and definitely no browsers. We've had some people the last day or two. I can't believe people would actually just like, oh, I'm just bored out of, out of my skull at my and house. I'm just going to go browse and like. I want to play the instruments and hang out and see what the vibe is and chit chat and me to be there for an hour or we had one guy that was there for three hours jamming and then didn't buy anything really? and left and I'm like you do understand what's happening in the world right like this is not the way things work anymore so yeah yeah unfortunately we have to have a hard talk with those people and be like hey man so things are different if you need something we're here to help you if you're just hanging out this is not really the place that yeah, we, yeah. we can do this right now and you know Fingers crossed in a foreseeable future it'll be back to business as normal. But right, right. we'll wait and see. Um, I did have the idea, Jeff, uh, and I, I was going to like text you and stuff like that. Do you know of any like local Seattle websites or communities where – I mean I feel like if anyone's going to start a GoFundMe right now, it should be for uh, local musicians. Yeah. Right. There's, there's a list going start. around of, of nonprofits and funds that have been started, either that already existed or have been started uh-huh. to support you know people in my situation or music musicians, artists who are out of work. Um, there's uh, Music Cares, which is okay. which is a nonprofit um, funded by the Grammy Foundation. Um, but is that local? It's not local, but yeah. uh, but it will help. I mean, it does help local musicians here. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, they they're helping people. Um, there's a group called Smash, which is a local thing that helps uh, artists and musicians get healthcare. There's like a Seattle Artist Relief Fund, I believe. Um, it's going around on social media. I'm sure if you Google it, you can find these yeah. find these things. But uh, I, I'm thinking we but should. But I do know something. people. Yeah. I do. I haven't reached out to any of them myself yet, but I plan to. I do know people who have been in touch with them, and they're like. Uh, actually, one of them reached out to a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. They said, "How are you doing? Do you have what are your immediate needs?" And she was like, "I could really use five hundred bucks." And they're like, "Okay, we're going to try to Venmo you five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Like, just you know, whatever. You, like, if you you know, you got to fix your car so you can go find a job. Whatever yeah, it is, yeah, like, yeah. they'll help you out. Yeah, hopefully. But I don't know how. When's that money run out? Like, they can't possibly pay all the rent for every musician in Seattle, much yeah. less the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. But I'm saying, like, we could start something, right? Oh, yeah. Even sure. if it's as small as, like, a GoFundMe and then just people start right. donating to that. Yeah, I mean, I could uh-huh. I could start one for me. It's like, hey, 
help me out for yourself, but I'm, but I'm, I'm thinking something I'm bigger not there than that. yet right right right, right. right. But even like before you get there, right? So yeah. it's like for all the other musicians, oh, you had your gigs canceled. Okay, if you have proof of that, this is how we can help you sure. out. Or, you know, like, yeah. um, why not start something like that? Man, yeah, we have this podcast. It's, it's this being platform. done. Like, you know, I just think it would, I mean, I think it's a good idea for sure, but I bet there's a lot of people doing that all over and a lot of people are hurting. So, like, yeah. a lot of people aren't. I mean, there's a lot of people who aren't that affected because they've got tons of money. But, like, everybody's being affected by this. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like, my friend's husband just lost his job. His job runs on sales for mm-hmm. um, the oyster shellfish, Jeez. Taylor Shellfish downtown. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, Any like, restaurants. They've got, yeah. you know, a newborn, and she's a stay-at-home mom. Um, yeah, because no one, I'll tell you what, no one's buying right now shellfish because who buys that restaurants yeah yeah and they're closed who buys buys shellfish yeah who is going out to stockpile shellfish during a pandemic Uh, nobody nobody oh god they're screwed Uh, i know somebody who just like she's like been a nail technician her whole life um she just like because she's been busting her ass for however long she just bought the salon out from the people oh god and just is like in the middle of the paperwork and everything like Mm -hmm. literally just told me about it and like now this happens yeah it's like i reached out to her she's in seattle yeah Yeah. i was just like hey like can i you want to do my nails like at your house like I mean, you can't have tons of people there but like one at a time and i don't you know like and like can i buy a gift certificate it's like yeah, I don't have tons of money, but like I do want to like give a little bit to each person who's hurting. Like, right. like, but it's like it's it's fifth, greater than fifty percent of their population. Oh, I yeah, would assume yeah, yeah, for sure it's that going, it's greater it's than. Going, 50%. I mean, you're talking about musicians. You're talking about restaurant workers. Yeah, you know, wait, waitress, hospitality. You know, I just read something about how I don't know if it was in Providence or what. Like the Marriott's going to be closing down. Mm-hmm. You know, People it's like coming here to stay in a and hotel, and not even yeah. here. I think, like I said, in Providence, but they're not traveling airlines. I just talked to my friend. You guys met him, Jackson, who's the flight attendant on mm-hmm. United. Same thing. He's like, is he laid I, off or is he still a job? Um, I mean. He was, he kind of just signs up for um, his guaranteed. I want to say like was guaranteed, he, and he was part time, like thirty or forty hours or seventy hours for the month. So he and he signs up for those flights. So he's kind of like, no, you know, I'm not going to fly. But obviously, he still has the perks of flying. But he doesn't really want to fly, and he has another job. But he's mm. just kind of like, dude, I know that I can just foresee in like a couple months, I won't have this job at United. Like it's just they're just gonna get rid of you know like all the part timers um, that they have. So it's scary. It's scary, and then it's like it, it creates like a spiral effect because if I'm not making money, I'm not gonna be spending money on on doing my nails, right? right. Like I'm mm-hmm. not gonna be you know putting putting that money into money the economy, right? right? Like I'm not gonna be putting, and so it just yeah, everything it's everything dies basically, mm-hmm. right? So it's scary. Um, yeah. But uh, tech time, do you do you feel like you have some job security or? I mean, as as much as anybody in the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, they laid off a bunch of people. Um, I feel like I am in good standing with my business, but obviously, if there is no business, then I don't have a job. And yeah. so, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it could it could turn the very next drop of a hat as soon as we have to shutter the doors. If it ends up being like in three or four days, they're like, oh, all retail is closed too now, and then yeah. I'm like, cool. I'm out of work for a temporary period, but there's that temporary period. Everybody's like, oh, maybe it's two weeks. Maybe it's a month. Maybe yeah. it's two months, but we really don't know. And so, right. Or even if they're not forced, you know, even if there's no government order to close your store, if, uh, you know, if financially the store is just, isn't just, can't, it, it can't get by, then the owner makes the decision mm-hmm. to close it. Then who knows what happens? Yep. Yeah, right. that is who knows if it ever comes, who knows if it comes back? 
Yep. Right. Um, I'm hopeful that like we're we're kind of like a few weeks behind uh, China and all this, like a, like a month, uh, three, four weeks mm-hmm. behind them, and they're definitely starting to see like a decline in new cases, and it's like that bottleneck and like right. the you know. So but they also took much more dramatic action than we have so far. Right. I just think like. It's crazy and scary and all these things are going to happen and we can do what we can to like make it better. But I'm just hoping that like with us just being a few weeks behind them, like it's not – we're not talking a month, two months quarantine, social distancing, like Mm -hmm. a month max, hopefully Mm -hmm. two weeks. And we should be – we really should be taking it two weeks at a time or a week at a time like and then extending if needed. But like Mm -hmm. not like, hey, let's shut everything down for a month like – it might not be that bad and like you're crippling businesses, you know, and it's just, I think they do need to see that the problem here, like, like we said before, is there's no, you know, under any other previous administration, every single day we'd have one or two press conferences where Mm -hmm. the, the president's like, okay, here's everything we know. Here's what you need to know. Here's what we're doing. Here's what might happen. Here's what we'll do. If that happens, Right. here's the website. Every, any question you have about anything, it's all, here's your headquarters, this website, COVID19.com or whatever, or or .gov. Everybody go there. Nobody knows what's going on. People need to know, yeah, maybe we'll take it two weeks at a time, but there's a chance that it could be this many weeks. So like Mm -hmm. you need to mentally prepare, you know, a lot of people are just thinking it's only two weeks. But they need to know that it might not be. Oh, and no, no, one, I mean, I no one's telling that. People know. I think like everybody is more worried of the opposite. I think everybody is like, this is the end. This is going to go mm-hmm. on forever. This is and People are catastrophizing. And of course, there should be a level of that. But like, I think to be like, hey, guys, like, let's just take some perspective. This is very important steps that we're taking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of this is really scary. But like... We're thinking two weeks at a time. Let's see where this trend is going. Yeah. Let's see if what we're doing is helping. Let you know. Mm-hmm. Well, look to your local governments, your city and county and state governments, because they're the only ones yeah. who are providing any guidance, mm-hmm. uh, and they're doing the best they can. Right. Yeah. Um, and the numbers, in, the number in China, though the cases were it was eighty one thousand cases God. with over three thousand deaths. Eighty one thousand. Like that's insane. When was that? Um, like I said, they update this website. Today. Yeah, as of today. Um, so then, second in that is Italy with thirty one thousand five hundred and six with twenty five hundred deaths. So I mean, like, and this is, um, it'll tell you when it was normally. Yeah, last updated March seventeenth at eight thirty p.m. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but it, it it's nuts. Um, let's talk about you, Dr. Cindy. <laughs> First of all, tell us your official title. Yes. Okay, let's explain this. So, yeah. I've been a nurse for 13 years. I'm mm-hmm. a registered nurse with a bachelor, bachelor of Science in Nursing. And I've been going to school. And now I've be graduated and I am a Doctor of Nursing Practice. So it's a DNP. Um, and family nurse practitioner. Once I take my board exam, I'll be board certified family nurse practitioner, but it's a doctorate. So doctor would be appropriate. Dr. Uh, Fadden term. Yes. It's not a medical doctor. Yeah. Um, which makes things a little confusing, but it's just the same as anybody who got a PhD or a doctorate. Mm-hmm. And I'm right. still going to call you a doctor. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Well, I'm like physical therapist. So, you know, they get a doctor doctorate. in physical yeah, therapy yeah. and they all go by doctor or what, you yeah. know, and, uh, Man, you pay good money for that. If you I got paid. a doctorate, 
I'm going to use that title. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Jeffster. Yeah. Dr. Jeff. Uh, so just like that's the one uh, fuzzy thing is like I'm not a medical doctor, no. But I did spend the last three years mm-hmm. getting a doctorate. In the medical and, field, though. In the medical field, right. yeah. So, mm-hmm. so, um, so basically when all this started coming down, I just know that you were stressed out already with all your, you know, uh, your presentation and, you know, um, this paper that you still have to write. Well, the paper's <laughs> ro- the paper has been written. Uh-huh. There's a portion of it that needs that I want to like make better. Okay. Um, but you were supposed to have this big presentation. Mm-hmm. I was going to go, um, which was supposed to happen last Friday. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, your mom was going to fly in, mm-hmm. right. Uh, and it was supposed to be in a big auditorium mm-hmm. at UW. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um, and then tell that us that Monday, I think like yeah. right before the Friday, it was just like, no, it was the weekend before. So it's all like right in the beginning of March, like same time you started seeing the writing on the wall, but mm-hmm. it was like the Friday before, um, just got a message, like email at night, and it was like in light of everything that's going on and whatever. We're canceling this um, poster presentation day and the de- like defense of the dissertations, and it'll be a virtual event. And we'll get back to you because we don't know what that means yet. <laughs> you so know? no cap and gown for you. Well, um, so actually, I was not gonna walk until June because that's they only do a one walk a year. So um, that was always the plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, which would have been weird anyway. Like, and but it's still a thing as long as June, you know, things are cleared up in June by right. then. But um, that's when I would actually cap and gown and walk. Cool. Mm-hmm. And I'd already have taken my boards and all that by yeah. then. But, but the presentation was basically your last. Like, this is it. Yeah, this is like done. it was a big deal. It was a lot of work that goes into it, and it's like. And then we went out and I'm celebrated. Done. Right. Probably. That was like the last night you could go to a bar. Yeah. yeah, it was. But basically, your mom was supposed to fly. So what happened after? Yeah. So my um, mom was supposed to come, and she kept call like, I think I can still come. And like my aunt's telling her, like, no, I don't think you should come. Mm-hmm. Like, they're canceling events. Da, 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 you're old. Like, <laughs> Your mom is like in her 70s, right? She's 70. Okay, she's yeah. 70. Right. And uh, you, like, you'd be crazy to come. And then my cousin's telling me, I can't believe your mom's still coming. You know, and I told my mom, finally, I'm like, Mom, I love you. It just doesn't even seem like there's a reason for you to come at this point. Like, this is canceled. The place we're going to have brunch at is probably canceled. Yeah, we're going to be Our locked family. in my apartment. Yeah. And I've got work to do. Yeah. And so, you know, she she canceled. And then my friend Rachel was going to come a week later. And we were going to go to Chelan and rent a cabin for a while. And she's got kids. And, you know, she would be coming, like, tomorrow. So that's canceled. So then in light of all that, uh, my friend was going to Mexico for his birthday. And I was like, well, if... I was just thinking that it's here, just like here in Seattle is the big problem. If you go to Mexico, right? you'll never get back in. Well, yeah. And so we bought, I bought a ticket to Mexico. What? I was like, we're going to Mexico <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> last week. Yeah. Like I bought it yeah. on uh, Tuesday, Thursday, maybe? Well, yeah. Wednesday. Something, Tuesday or Wednesday. All I know is she messages me on Instagram. I was coming back from Arizona and she's like, I'm going to Mexico. I'm like, going to Mexico? What? For so, what? I'm like, if nobody can come celebrate with me, yeah, I'm going to Mexico. Yeah, screw this. YOLO. <laughs> I have a musician friend who's stuck in Italy. He's been stuck there. He's been trying to get back for a yeah. month, oh, and geez. they won't let him come back. And but it, at one point, it looked like they were going to let him get on a plane. But they told him, "When your plane lands, it, or yes. when your plane lands, we're going to screen everyone. And if anyone tests positive, uh, we're going to send your whole plane Go back. either to Atlanta or Mexico. Oh, jeez! And quarantine everyone. 
And he's Why like, excuse I... me, you're sending American citizens to Mexico and putting us in camps at the border or something? What? Yeah, what is that? And they, I... and they couldn't clarify what they meant by that. Uh. But they said that that was a possibility. And how so, is that so, of okay? course, you're not going to get on an airplane. Yeah. If that's what they tell you, this yeah. like, you might go to Atlanta and stay in a Marriott, or you might be sent to Mexico. Yeah. Like, Mexico's rad, but like, if you're going to send me there, I need to know what's going on. Right, right, yeah. right. And when I'm coming back. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so it was like, I'm like, well, they barely have any cases down there. Uh, let's do this, you know? And right. then uh, as things are progressing, the people in the group going to Mexico is just like, I don't know, guys. I don't think we should do this. I think we should cancel. I'm like, I'm going. I don't care. And, uh, and then sure, <laughs> Cindy was the last one standing. Yeah. Basically. I, I just canceled my flight yesterday. Dr. Yeah. Zero fucks. Yeah. <laughs> so like, well, yeah, then it's like, all of a sudden, it made a lot more sense to me. And it became very clear that this is a very big deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, canceled. But also, I was just feeling so, like, poor me. Like, this has been three years. I've been working so hard. And, like, it just, like, it just, like. Thunder stolen. Yeah, like, it just evaporated or yeah. I don't know. But um, but then quickly, um, granted, I still feel depressed. And I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think it's just this quarantine stuff. And I think just in general, it's just, mm -hmm. like, it's a big downer. Yeah. Um, so I want to sleep and a lot right now. And we're all very social people. Yeah. Right? So um, it'd be one thing if we were not social and we were introverts. Uh, yeah, a, you know, introverts are living their life right now, yeah. right? They're like, yeah, I'll, oh, there's no party I have to, like, make yeah. up an excuse for, right? But because we're all very uh, social You mean I have to extroverts. stay home and watch them? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, oh, this is so cool. I don't have to right? do that thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't I mean, have to socialize? Oh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. So there's some layer of that. But I think, like, I definitely got my reality check when, like, talking to you and talking to my friends and talking to people who, like, this is affecting their livelihood yeah. and the economy is going to shit and, mm -hmm. like, the local businesses and just, like, what it's doing to the people, not just the community around me, but, like, my friends and family. It was like, wow, you're a whiny bitch and you need to shut up. You know, <laughs> Did like, anybody say that to you? No, no, that was just me to myself. It was just like... Like your pity party is officially done. Yeah. <laughs> like that is it. It's no okay. more pity party. Yeah. It, it's, everyone's taking. Everyone's on their own timeline for wrapping their head around this thing. Right, right. Although I think people are starting to get it now. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's catching up, getting on the same page. I hope. Yeah. Um. I so I I met up with you on Saturday. Was it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Just because I hadn't seen you, I feel like in three weeks or so, which mm -hmm. is you know. Um. And finally, we caught up, uh, grabbed brunch, and then I was starting to feel bad for you. So I text these guys like, "Dude, what are you guys doing later? Let's grab drinks with Cindy and stuff." And thank God we did because it was the last day that we could have a drink at a bar. Yeah. And like I always remember that as like Cindy's doctorate <laughs> like, celebration because yeah, uh, you know, I saw the news come in on. Uh, following day on Sunday as far as like restaurants and all that stuff and then I text the guy I'm dating and I was just like dude thank god we went out to eat yesterday <laughs> like, yeah. because it's not happening um, and his his point right now is like well I'll be saving a bunch of money on like food and, and liquor and you know um, but I know it's going to get to a point where we're all going to be like alright like you know we, I want to get out uh, yeah. the gym I go to I mean they had to close down too right so um, you, you're looking at a small business how are they going to survive Right. So you may makes you question like, okay, well, I just paid my membership on the 15th. Um, yeah, I could hold off not going there for two weeks, but if it goes for a month, then what happens? Like, are you going to charge me in a month, even though the doors are closed? And like, you know, um, if I can afford it, okay, yes, I'd like to support you, but if I can't afford it, 
like that's one of the first things that you you let go, right? Sure. So, yeah. um, so it's kind of scary, and it's going to be. <sighs> I mean, everyone is going to have to. I mean, landlords are going to have to accept late rent and deferred rent. Mm-hmm. Same with mortgages, utility companies. Everyone is going to have to be flexible all right. the way up. And I don't know. I don't know what we do unless the federal government starts like just handing out money, handing out yeah. five thousand dollars to every you know right. to every person in our situation, which yeah. is millions and family. Yeah, and families, um, families. Yeah. I mean, and none of us have kids, so it's mm. like you know that would be an extra mouth to feed, and that. that I mean, we. I have my cats. Yeah, imagine if you imagine you're a single mother. <laughs> yeah, and uh, already struggling. Your job just disappeared, and your kids, or or maybe you still have a job. Imagine you're a nurse. You're a single mother. You're working around the clock, but your kids are home from school for the foreseeable at least the next six weeks. Right. And uh, and you need childcare. Well, childcare—that's half your half your wages right there. Right. And are they even? Is there even a childcare to take them to right now? Right. No, it has yeah. to be somebody right. who's like willing to but take them in. Fortunately, like I, I know I have another musician friend who's like she's. Like, I just I'm gonna nanny. Yeah, I'm gonna nanny. Who post. needs a nanny? Yeah. Like, who's a nurse or a doctor needs a nanny or anybody yeah, yeah, yeah. who needs a nanny? I'm yeah. ready. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just saw, I saw her um, post and I thought about her. Um, as for me, I was gonna say about um, looking for a job. So I had an interview last week and I was like, probably on the third step. Like, this is the third interview, and so um, and it was a small company. And she said to me, you know, I wanted to talk to you because you're already far along. But, you know, just so you know, we've postponed, you know, hiring, we're at a hiring freeze indefinitely until like, you know, this turns around. I mean, who knows how long, but maybe two months, three months. And I'm like, oh, um, okay. I mean, yeah, call me then or something. If I'm still around, yes, I might still be interested, but you know, so what kind of like for anyone who's already looking for a job, right. Hasn't locked anything down. It's kind of, it's scary. It's scary. Uh I would say to anyone who, Anyone who's concerned about their job, I would say immediately try to find something that has to do with groceries or delivery. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think that's good stuff's going to be safe right, right. for a while. Or online English teaching. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I just got a text uh, from a friend in L.A. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> uh, her brother's a cop. He says they're about to start uh, 12 hours on, 12 hours off, all hands on deck. Because LA is about to start full full quarantine, and they're expecting riots. Really? So wow. all cops, all hands what on was, deck, twelve uh, hours on, twelve hours off. What was the? Uh, I wonder how many cases they have. Let so by the time people hear there. this podcast, that will have either happened or or not. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, they are in this uh, California. Um, um, they're, the they're Bay third, Area they're already third locked down. On the area, so where? So number one is New York with the most cases. Number mm-hmm. two is Washington, and number three is California with six hundred ninety-eight cases. Mm-hmm. So, um, and they have eleven deaths. So, and then it's New Jersey and Massachusetts, and um, but New York is is exploding. But York- you have to think about New York. People are are definitely living in closer quarters, yeah. right? And That's it's why like it's, it's yeah. going to be scary. It's subway and all yeah. that. So, um, are they on lockdown? Uh, similar to ours, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I believe so. so. I have like, my friend. No bars, no yeah. restaurants, no gyms, yeah. no. I checked in with my friend, um, Sheena, who's one of my friends from um, college uh, today. I was just like, hey, how's it going over there? And she's married. She has a child. They've been on – she's like, we're quarantined here. Um, they live with like his parents. His parents are in India right now. They're coming back. She's like, I'm just afraid for my parents Like, or in his parents. Are they like, allowed to come back? Are they going to let him in? I, I don't know. I don't know. 
I mean, I don't know how much longer they're there. I know that they tend to, I know that they tend to go to India for like two, three months. I haven't heard of, I haven't heard any news from India yet. Is this, what's going on in India? Let's see if there's any cases. According to my chart here, um, from the Washington Post, uh, let's see, India, India, they have 142 cases with three deaths. Hmm. Yeah. So pretty low. Yeah, it is pretty low. start, if it goes out of control there, I don't know what they'll do. Yeah. Because they also live very in close quarters. Yeah, right? and they don't have the infrastructure that they need to deal with this. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, I I like to remain positive, mm-hmm. and I like to say, you know, this will pass, and it may be two weeks till the end of March, or it may be another two weeks. I'm hoping that, like, by April, this all kind of starts well, it's going to be, Settling I mean, down. it's still making its way across this country mm-hmm. and across the globe and other countries. Like the, the planet's going to be dealing with it for a while. Right, right. I don't know how, maybe Seattle, maybe Seattle will peak and start chilling out at some point. Right. And maybe, but I don't know, like the rest of the economy, the rest of the world, it's going to be a while. Right, right. And I know that like, for example, my, my mom and my sister and all them we were planning on going you know to portugal this summer they had already bought their tickets for july and i'm like dude you think that's gonna happen like is it gonna happen or not you know we don't know we don't know what's the what's gonna happen i would have liked to go home for easter and i've said that to my mom like i was on the phone with her this past weekend and i said oh flights are cheap right now if i knew that they wouldn't cancel that flight i would buy that ticket and go home for easter but i was like i have a real feeling like they're just going to start canceling flights even out of seattle like i think if you, know, you buy the insurance on the flight then maybe you, you get back. the refund yeah like this is, i've never bought that because it's mostly useless right but this right, might right. be one the one time although i, don't but know, I bet you any money though it's gone up before might, it's usually like 10 bucks or they might not be or they might not be offering it or yeah. they might have put an exception for the item. Yeah. who knows yeah it's it's frustrating because the airline industry uh you know they got they got bailed out after nine eleven, I think, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, because they were hurting. And uh, and then lately, they've been extremely profitable, like right. tons and tons of profits. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and uh, and now they're they're like, oh, we need a bailout, and the yeah. government's going to bail them out. Like, the, well, how about the regular people? Yeah, like, but even um, uh, uh, Boeing, I think they're going to get a bailout as well. Yeah. Um, so when does when does the half the American people who are can't pay their bills? When do we get a bailout? Right. Right. I but know. I think that uh, the thought is if you're helping to bail out these bigger companies like mm-hmm. Boeing, right? Where they're still providing jobs, uh, that then they'll... Yeah, well, that is the argument that they will make. Right, right, but right. But the reality of it is it does very little to help most of the Americans who need help. Yeah. You know, they just dumped uh, $1.5 trillion into bailing out the stock market. Mm-hmm. Did, did, did that help you? I don't know. Did I haven't you? honestly. Did that help you, Tom? I have a four hundred one k and I have not looked at it because yeah. I don't want to panic. But that like, didn't help I'm you just pay like, your rent, right? But I'm like, I can't even look at that because I don't want to be like, oh my god, I lost that much money, right? Like, right. I just don't even want to look at it. Well, most Americans don't have any money in the stock market, and uh, even the ones that do, you know, bailing out the stock market. Well, doesn't... people who have four hundred one ks have their money invested in the stock market, right? Right. But that's still. Not a lot of you know. There's still a huge percentage of America that has doesn't have anything to do with stock market. Yeah. Right? Well, I wonder then. I wonder what the percentage. But even is. if you do, like, four hundred one k aside, if you can't pay any of your bills, you're out of work for months because of this thing. Like, 
doesn't matter what the stock market's doing. It doesn't help you. Yeah, it sucks because table. if my, if let's say I, I've gone through my savings now. My, my backup plan is the stock market, right? I mean, not the stock market. You're going to start emptying your 401k. My, yeah, I'm going to have no, to touch no. my 401k. And now that, now I just lost what, like $20,000 at what? Like, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? Like, I hear what you're saying. It, yeah. But- so, um, and then a lot of people use their 401k as a backup plan too. People who have uh, great jobs. You know, like I look at my sister too, and like they invest or they have money in, you know, 401ks and stuff like that. That's the first thing you touch. Like, yeah. you know, if you, if you've lost your job and you can't pay your mortgage, yeah, you're going to touch that. Well, know? I'm not saying that we shouldn't do things to shore up the stock market. I'm yeah. just saying so far they're doing outrageous. They're doing, they're spending trillions on that and they haven't done, they haven't passed any kind of aid for the average person. Mm-hmm. Like with the money they've spent on that, they could have given all of us a big check. Yeah. And uh, that could have actually stimulated the economy. Right, right. Because everything they're doing for the stock market is still not helping. It's still cratering. Right. I did see something about like, hey, still file your taxes on the 15th. They did um – they said something like there's an extension if you do owe money, um, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you're waiting for that money, right? <laughs> like, Yeah, right. Yeah, so uh, it's just – it is scary times, but I don't want to think of it as like – I don't want to live in a panic and I don't want to live in, um, oh, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Right. Like, and I think now is when we're going to start seeing, you know, uh, people helping each other even more, right. than before helping your neighbor that you don't really know that well. Um, if you can kind of a kindness, I, I, you know, so, or I would hope that we would see that more. Yeah. I mean, I think people have been pretty cool. You know, I'm, I'm doing these deliveries and I'm, I'm interacting with people. Mm-hmm. from a distance <laughs> and uh yeah you know people everybody seems to be uh friendly and in good spirits and yeah you know trying to take care of each other i don't um because i i mean i, I'm, I go to a house every day which is empty so i'm not like i'm interacting right so mm-hmm. much with uh people but in that area then i'll go for a walk or i go for a run and everyone's pretty much like hi i have noticed that like contractors that are working there are still working any mm-hmm. contractors? I've seen a lot of people yeah. um, that are out of school and like at home um, gardening and and you know working on their front lawn and doing stuff like that and and staying busy. Uh, but I think that's a matter of time where it's just going to be like, okay, I need something, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, and so we'll we'll see what happens. But I'd I'd like to stay positive yes. and, and know that this is all going to work out and we'll be fine. Eventually. We will all survive. Eventually. I'd uh it's gonna be weird. Yeah. It's gonna be weird. Like the only like the only thing that really really worries me uh-huh. is uh, like I know I know if I can't pay my rent, my landlord's not gonna evict me. I know if I can't pay the the light bill, they're not gonna turn the lights off. Mm-hmm. Like but the only thing that has like irreversible consequences is if say you don't pay a credit card bill and then it destroys your credit. Right. Like that's that's the thing that I like bothers me, you know, uh, anybody who's got any kind of loan or credit, mm-hmm, they have mm-hmm. to keep stay on top of like, what are they going to do for that? Right. Um, like they, if they can like freeze credit reporting temporarily or right. like, Hey, even if you're, you're, you're more than 30 days late on your payment, it's not going to go on your credit report. We get it. I would and, think like, that they would do that. They would implement it that. It would require, right? they wouldn't know what, no, uh, financial institution would do it voluntarily. Right, it would require the, the, the federal government to right. step in. Right. But so they should. Um, all right. Well, 
Cindy had to exit the podcast. Yeah, hopefully doc, the doctor Dr. Fadden Cindy. is okay. I don't think she's feeling so hot. Yeah, I don't think so either. But she, that's not the coronavirus. No, no. And I've been coughing, but that's just my seasonal allergies, people. Well, I was on the phone with my friend, uh, flight attendant Jackson, and then like I was eating something and it went down the wrong tube. And he's like, D, are you okay? And I'm like, yes, it's just this damn egg. And I was like eating an egg. Dude. You know how eggs could be so dry? Uh-huh. Yeah, so I was just like, it's just going down the wrong tube. Hold on. Uh, you need to soft boil those things instead of hard boiling them. Uh, yeah, I know. It makes so it I so did. nice. Oh gosh, I was, but I was like drinking, and then, and then I'm like, you know, talking to him about stuff, and then we were actually going to record a podcast, um, just because he's on the East Coast, I'm on the West Coast, and we were like, you know, how's it there compared to here? Oh, that'd all be that cool. Stuff. Um, and then I just. I like was like you wanted to do that today. He's like, yeah. I said, oh, I have a few things, then I'll text you. And then I never text him. So mm. I mean, there's still time to do that. So yeah. uh, anyhow, uh, if you have any questions or any suggestions or any ideas, just hit us up. Um, you can just find me at Cruz Deanna at Gmail and all over on Instagram and Twitter, just Deanna Cruz. So um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope that you're doing well and um, you still have you know you still have your job and everything's good. But uh, let's we can get through this, okay? And let's hope that's going to be a short time, like maybe a month. Yeah. Tune in and watch the John Oliver last week tonight uh, with John Oliver from the 15th or whatever, this past Sunday. Okay. It was really good. He, all he did was sit alone at a desk and talk about this. Yeah. This is a really good episode. Mm. Good oh. public service announcement for oh. everybody. All right. We'll watch it. Tom, are you all right? Yep. Good. We, we got another one down? Hanging in there. Oh, just in time. You want to say bye? Oh, yeah. You all right? <laughs> Dr. Dr. Cindy's back. Okay. We could say Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the Deanna Cruz Unfiltered Podcast. Don't forget to leave a review and a five-star rating. Every review helps more people discover the show. Follow me and check out all the other members of the DCU crew on my Instagram and Twitter. It's just at Deanna Cruz.